Hey guys, um, thank you so much for joining another episode of um, The Surf TV. Um, before I go deeper into my Thanksgiving for today, I just have a question. Did you guys know that the book of Esther in the entire Bible didn't mention God's name? Like, did you know that the name of God wasn't mentioned in that book at all? Yes, no, in my head, I can hear a lot of no. So let me be the first to tell you that God's name was never mentioned in the book of Esther. When my pastor first said that, I didn't believe him. To be honest, I didn't believe my pastor. So, but I I went back to actually prove him wrong. Like, how? it's not possible. Like, how would you mention God's name in the Bible? Is that possible? And actually, it proved me right. <laughs> the book of Esther doesn't have the name of God in it. But what I could sense was, or what I could un- understand, were decisions made by humans, but were influenced by God. Though God's name wasn't mentioned, but you could definitely see, you could see, like you could sense that God was in this decision. And it relates to what we have to say, in the sense that our character should speak Jesus. Our character should speak Jesus. We don't have to tell the old world that we are Christians. Like, we don't have to write it on our forehead that we are Christians. We don't have to get a t-shirt, which I have, by the way, that says I am a Christian, before people see that or get to know that I'm a Christian. Like, in everything I do, my character should speak Jesus. All right. <laughs> I'm preaching already. Once again, you're welcome to the Search TV. My name is Fola for me, and I am going to be your host for today. And um, for those who did listen to the last episode, I want to give you a special shout out. Thank you so much for listening to our last episode, which was my first episode. Thank you so much. And I would love your feedback. You can, I would actually appreciate your feedback. You can DM us on Instagram. <coughs> Excuse me. You can DM us on Instagram or drop your comments on any of the social media platforms you're listening to us from. And I'll and let us know what you think. Also, you can send in your prayer request. Now, when I say send in your prayer request, you guys might think I am going to be helping you out. But what you don't understand is that you guys are helping me out when you send in your prayer request. Now, has this ever happened to you when you choose a certain time to set the alarm on your phone and when the alarm alarm blows off, you tend to stop it? (laughs) That happens to me a lot. Like, you know, I've read in the scripture when they say, and Jesus rose early in the morning before the sun came out to go pray. And I was like, I want to be like Jesus. You know what? I'm going to wake up by 6 o'clock. So I kept my alarm at 6 o'clock. And when it blows up, uh, I just stopped the alarm. I don't get to wake up. I was like, oh, maybe 6 o'clock is too early. <laughs> Let me put it to 6.40. It's still the same thing. Guys, I'm so lazy when it comes to praying. I need help. <laughs> I need help. And what you guys don't understand is when you send in your prayer request, it's me actually having something to pray no don't get me wrong i do have things to pray for but you know but when i tend to have other people like i have this desire to want to pray for this person so you're helping me out when you send your prayer request 
it's not me helping you although it's a win-win situation i help you you help me so please do send in your prayer request at least i get to wake up early i want to be like jesus and wake up at five o'clock amen i want that (laughs) all right guys so last week last episode we were talking about character and how as Christians, our character should speak Jesus. We read from the passage of Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 to 16, which talks about we being the light of the word. And Jesus said something. He said, can you light a lamp and put it under a basket? It's not possible because when you light a lamp, it's for the lamp to brighten, like the light to brighten the whole house but when you not light a lamp and say you want to put it under a basket then that means you want the light to blend in with the darkness it applies to us as christian because we can't say we are christians and we still want to blend with the darkness we still want to blend with unbelievers no we must stand out we must place the lamp on the table to brighten the whole house in other words as christians we must stand out we must speak our lives must must be bright we we must show everyone that we are christians and the only way we get to do that the only way we get to do that is when we allow our character to speak jesus yeah our decisions to speak this to speak jesus our words should speak jesus in everything we do we should speak jesus then we don't get to blame how in which other way do you think the world can see that we are christians like I said earlier on, it's not until I actually write it on my forehead or, or, or get a t-shirt that says I am a Christian before I get to tell the world I'm a Christian. Like the world should see through my actions, through my words, through my character that I am a Christian. That is the only way we get to tell the world that we are Christians. So as Christians, we should have, we should be a person of character. So basically that was what we we're talking about at the last episode. This episode, we're going deep, deep, deeper <laughs> into character. First of all, we get to um, define character in the human knowledge, in the human understanding, before going in the spiritual understanding of character. And we get to talk about the little, it's not little, these are the big things that actually influence influences our character. Then we talk about the difference between character and personality, because we definitely need to know the difference. I didn't know the difference. In fact, you know what? Let me continue. Then we get to round up and stuff like that. All right. All right, guys. Welcome back. Without wasting any other time, let's go straight to the definition of character. So if you have your phone with you or your iPad or your laptop or any other devices you can just google in character and i am going to be bringing out or reading out a definition that i got from google and it says the mentor and moral qualities distinctive to an individual it says the mentor and moral qualities distinctive to an individual so what do i understand by that to my little understanding it says there are people with different characters. Not everyone in this world has the same character. And while I was, if you continue to scroll up on your phones, you get to see the origin of character. And the origin is gotten, it's derived from a Greek word character. That might not be the correct pronunciation, but it is character with a K. <laughs> That's the way I just pronounce it. Character with a K. 
and the definition speaks a lot to me it says a stamping tool it says the to, to engrave on and when i saw that it was from a greek word i knew it has a big connection to the bible because you know the new testament was written in greek and the old was written in hebrew so i went to the strong um, strong dictionary to check the definition and it was right the stamping to to engrave on and it says something else the exact copy the exact copy of something oh wow like did you guys see what i'm seeing are you seeing what i'm seeing (laughs) so are you saying my character should be the exact copy of jesus christ like is that what this is about like are you saying before before i can show the world that this is who lives in me my character must be stamped by jesus christ so in other words i'm going back to my famous statements that i've been saying since your character should speak jesus your character should speak jesus i can't still come up of a certain way to tell the world that i am a christian like the bible is so funny you know the bible says when you want to pray you don't pray where people are around you you pray in silence like you pray in your room when you want to give don't let your the, your left hand know what your right hand is giving in other words like when you want to give you you give and not let people know that you gave like you don't have to proclaim it to the world that you gave so how else can i show that jesus christ lives in me how else can i show how else can i tell the world that yes jesus christ is in me except through my character like right now i can't think of any other way if you have any other way please send me a dm and i would really appreciate it but right now all i can think is my character my character must speak jesus our character must speak jesus it's very very important that is how we get to show the world that we have been stamped by jesus christ it gets to show the world that we have been engraved that we have god's word engraved in our heart through our character it shows that we are the exact copy of Jesus Christ. What is Christian? Like, what's the definition of a Christian? A Christian is Christ-like. The exact copy of Christ. So our character is definitely going to show the world that we are the light, like Jesus says we are. So that is why we should have good characters. So let's go to the difference between character and personality. So... I used to think when people say, oh, Fola, you're so funny, which by the way, I'm not funny, but I don't know why they keep saying that. I used to think that was my character. I used to think people were complimenting me on my character. Or when people say, Fola, you're so friendly. I, I, I used to think that was my character. Being friendly was my character. But studying the word character, I got to understand that they were describing my personality. They weren't telling me my character. They were just describing my personality, what I was showing them. And I got the differences between personality and character on psychology today. So you can also go on Google and just type in the difference between personality and character. And you get to study more yourself. But I got mine from psychology today. And let me just read a certain part that he says. He said, um, the writer, the person who wrote the article said, personality is easy to read and we are all experts at it we judge people funny extroverted energetic optimistic confident as well as overly 
overly serious, lazy, negative, and shy. If not upon first meeting them, then shortly thereafter. In other words, what people were describing were my personality. Naturally, I'm friendly to girls. Don't <laughs> because sometimes when I'm friendly to guys, they think I'm flirting with them or they think I'm interested in them, and they might actually take it the wrong way. So I don't just I don't show my friend. Except I see that okay, this guy also like is matured enough to know what I'm just doing, just trying to be friends with you. So mostly I'm friendly to girls. Like I, I just greet anyone. And, you know what? Don't let me talk about myself too much. But when people say I'm friendly, they were describing my personality, not my character. And when they say I'm funny, which I still find that hard to believe, but they were describing my personality, not my character. So what exactly is character? So also, I'm going to read from Psychology Today again the article. It says character on the other on the other end takes far longer to puzzle out. It includes traits that reveal themselves only in specific and often uncommon circumstances. Now you get to see a person's character when something occurs, when a certain uncommon circumstances happen like love love is a character i might be going on the street and i might see someone who needs help but if love is not in my character i will help the person but i have love as my character seeing someone struggling with something i get to help the person although now in america you can just help random people so i have to ask hey do you need help first of all and if they say yes, I get to help. And if they say no, then I go. But basically, love is what, like, my character is what actually drove me towards the person. So that's the difference between personality and character. So when people say you're funny, nah, nah, that's not your character. It is when certain things happen, when certain situations occur, and your response to such situation, that is when your character comes out. So now, the way I see it, I see character as the end result of something. I see character, you know, when you're building a home, the home is the end result. But what got the processing of the home before the home was built? It's called the process, like, like I said earlier on. The clearing of the land, of the site, the, the foundation, the building, and the planning, everything. These are what actually led to the home being built the home is the end result so i see character as the end result and so what are those things what are the things that actually what had the process before you produce character before you can see you have good characters behind every character you have perception behind character you have principles behind character you have values then you have habits so before character comes habits, before habits comes value, before value comes principles, and before principle comes perception. So the first thing first is your perception, and we're going to be talking about that first of all. So I remember the last episode I made, I talked about when I gave my life to Christ, and the first thing I noticed that God changed was my perception, my perspective, like the way I saw life changed. And... You know, the the belief I had about life was you have to make things your own way. Excuse me. You have to make things or else you... you I, I felt life was easy. 
because I had my parents helping me in any situation, so I felt life was easy. But when I got into trouble and I started um, reading the Bible, and what it told me was different. Like the belief I had was when I need something, I go after it. But studying the Bible, it got different. What, what, what made it different? What, what changed my perspective, I meant? I studied the word, um, the, this Bible verse, um, Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and every other thing shall be added unto thee. Like, I wanted something, I go after it. But reading the Bible talks to me, tells me that I have to seek his kingdom first. That is the main priority for me. I have to seek his kingdom first. And once I seek the kingdom first, every other thing that I need will come after. So it's changed my personality on not going after what I want, but seeking God's kingdom. So what does that mean? In the sense that when you study the word of God, your perspective about things change. For example, again, where I work, I work with elderly people. And sometimes I disrespect them, like I talk back at them. And I knew I shouldn't because the Bible said, honor your father and mother. But I tried so many ways. I ended up still disrespecting them. And actually, when I started studying character I, and perspective, I had to, like, I knew I had to change my perspective the way I saw them. The way I saw them before I can actually say, yes, I want to respect them. So I went to the Bible again, like I said, honor your father and mother. So now, studying the word of God made me realize that I have to obey God's word always. That God's word should be in me. So if I say I want to obey my father and mother, then any other one, any other person within my father's age group or old enough to be my parent, then I should respect them. So my perspective about those people changed. And I started respecting them. Because when I when when I'm about to disrespect them, I think about my dad. Like, would you ever say that to your dad? Then I say no. But remember I said I tried so many means to respect them, but I end up disrespecting them. But once my perspective, the way I saw them changed, I was able, the end result, which was my character, was respecting others, was able to perform well. Did I say that right? I don't know. <laughs> so what exactly does, does perception mean? Perception means the way of regarding, understanding, or interpreting something. Again, perception is the way of regarding, understanding, or interpreting something. So the way you interpret something, the way you understand something, it matters a lot. Because you will see the end result of it in your character. So what exactly do you understand about life? What exactly do you understand about relationship? What exactly do you understand about any other issues in this world? Because if you understand it right... The end result will be right. But if you understand it the wrong way, it's definitely going to affect the end result. That is why some people view relationship as a place where you just play around. And guess what? It's affecting everything they do. So your perspective about things need to change. And the only, as, Christians, as Christians, the only way you get to change your perspective is when you study the word of God. I'm preaching right now. Glory. <laughs> All right. So the next thing that actually, the, the next step after perspective is your principles. <clears throat> Excuse me. Your principles. So what are principles? 
Principles are fundamental truth that serves as a foundation for a system of belief. They are guidelines for human conduct. They are proving proving to have enduring permanent value. Now, I got that definition from Stephen R. Covey's um, book, which was which is the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Now, to be honest, I I can't say I'm a person of principle before studying the book of this book because I didn't know what principles were. To be honest, like I've heard about principles. Oh, she is a person of principle. She is a man of principle. But you know, I never knew. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know I have to have principles, and I didn't know the effects. Excuse me. I didn't understand how powerful principles are in our lives. So until I started studying. So what I'm trying to say is, guys, you're not alone in this. I'm speaking about this because this is what I learned. And I'm working towards. I'm not perfect. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm progressing. I'm still trying to lay my principles down. And you know, once you learn something, you share it with the world. That's why I'm so excited to tell you about this. So principles are fundamental truth that serves as a foundation for a system of belief. They are guidelines for human conduct. They are proven, proven. I don't know why. I keep, <laughs> they are proven to have enduring permanent values. So in other words, when you when you have the end res, the end result, which is a home in your mind, what you want, the character you want, when you clear the land, which is clearing your perspective, when you clear the site, you clear your perspective, then you lay foundation, which is a principle. Now I have good perspective about the word. Then I begin to lay principles. So the f- the second thing is laying good principles. For example, principle the, the one of the principles that I have laid in the example that I gave earlier on was the word of God, which says honor your father and your mother. That is where respect comes from. So I place that as my foundation that in any anywhere I find myself anywhere I do find myself I will always honor people which is the law of God so in other words the word of God God's laws as Christians should be our principles that shall not steal, that shall not commit adultery that shall not do this and that is why in the Bible when Jesus said um, when they asked him what is the greatest he said Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. That is the first thing. That is that should be the first principles we must have as Christians. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your might, with all your soul, with all your strength. Was that body there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. But that should be the first principle. That in everything is the foundation. Don't you get if the found if your foundation is on Christ Jesus, it cannot be shaken. So if your foundation is God's laws, God's commandments, it cannot be shaken. So the first thing is to love God with all your heart. Love God with all your soul. Love God with all your might, with all your strength. That should be your foundation. Okay, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. But that should be your foundation. That should be my foundation. Loving God. 
Then what else did God say? Um, did Jesus say? He said, love your neighbor as yourself. So first of all, before you love your neighbor, you need to love yourself. So that is why if, if your perspective or your foundation about relationship is, is, is not serious, it affects every other thing you do. You need to love yourself first before you can love others. So you need to love yourself. That should be the first foundation before you go into any relationship. I need to love myself first before I love someone else. So in other words, your foundation should be God's commandments. Your principles should be God's commandments. And if you look at people's lives, if you see Daniel, David, Jesus Christ, the laws of God were their principles. Come to think of it. I still love to talk about Daniel because all what I've heard about Daniel was how Daniel didn't eat the king's meal, how Daniel grew finer than others, or how Meshach, uh, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abnego were thrown into the fire and God did a miracle. But before God did the miracle, did you know what they did first of all? Did you know what the foundation was? The foundation was the Lord of the laws of God. The, the principles was the law of God. They did bow down to um, Nebuchadnezzar's idol because they respected God. They only served God. And that is why they didn't bow down. The principles. Daniel's principle was not to eat the king because then when you offer, they used to offer, you know, the way they offer sacrifice to God, then they eat it. That was exactly what they were doing in, then in um, Nebuchadnezzar's um, culture. They offer sacrifice to their gods and they eat it. So David, or sorry, Daniel, Daniel eating the meat shows that he allows, he actually accepts the gods they are serving. So basically, in other words, he chose not to. His foundation, his principle was the law of God. So he didn't eat it. And guess what? God favored him. So the words of God, God's commandments, the laws of God should be your principles. Then the next thing that we're going to talk about is values. Now, values are, can be defined as to regard something or the regard that something is held to deserve, the importance, the worth or usefulness. In other words, let me give you an example. If if you value family time or you value your time with God, once if you're given a job that requires all your time, okay, how am I going? <laughs> how am I going with this? All right, if you value God's time, like you value your time with God, you know, waking in the morning and praying, and you get to fast and you get to do so many things during the day, then you got offered the job. And the job requires you waking up from 5 o'clock and coming in by 11 o'clock in the night. Do you know that your value will determine your answer to such decision you're about to make? Let me come again. Like Your value will determine if you're going to take your job or not. A man who values family time, who who values his time with his family... When he's offered a weekend job, he's gonna he's going to decline because he values family time because it's so important to have that time with him. So, in other words, what do you value? 
What exactly do you value? Do you value the opinions of others or you value God's opinion about you? Do you value God's word or you value the word? What exactly do you value? What you don't understand is what you value would definitely make decisions for you. Can you see why all these things need to be in place? Your perspective, your principles, and your values need to be in place. If you have wrong values, believe me, every decision you make will be wrong. So your values should be your values should be based on God's word. Okay, now it's like I'm imposing my own belief to you, but I'm just saying whatever you value will determine the decision you make. So right now my perspective i get my perspective from the word of god i get my principles from god's law and i value god's word i might have principle but it's until i truly value those principles that i get to change my character so my value is based on the word of god my my my, my principles i meant is based on the laws of god and i value god's laws i value his words i value what he says about me i value my time with him i value family also <laughs> so your values also affect your character then the next thing is your habits your habits now i'm going to read from um the seven habits of highly effective people and it says Stephen that Stephen Stephen says habits are powerful factors in our lives because they are consistent often unconscious patterns they constantly daily express our character and produce our effectiveness or ineffectiveness in other words my habit is my actions so like um for example seeking for the kingdom of God and his righteousness so it's changed my perspective in the sense that i shouldn't seek other things the first thing i should seek is God's kingdom then i began to think according to according to God's kingdom then my principle which is to lay, to uh, my principle which is the laws of God says seek God's kingdom so my principle like i laid the principle that I am not going after anything. I am going after God's kingdom first of all. Then I tend to, I value God's word. So in any time any time my desire wants to change, I value God's word in my life and God's God's plan in my life. That I go back to God's principles, to the principle which is seek God's kingdom. Then my actions, my habits begins to change. So the normal me the normal habit which is to go around the world seek things for myself then i trust god and i wait patiently for what he has for me my habits i begin to wait i begin to act i begin to talk it changes my habits changes no first of all it's an action before it becomes habit but when you continue to do it which is reading the bible praying in which i'm still lazy in <laughs> but doing all the stuff it's habit it's action you sow a, you sow an action then you, re, you you reap a habit do you guys understand what i'm saying you sow an action then you reap a habit so my habits changes then continual habit is called character continual habit 
is called character. Stephen Harcover said something. He said, our character basically is a composite of a habit. Then he said something. He said, so, that's this S-O-W, so or thoughts, reap an action. So an action, reap a habit. So a habit, reap a character. So a character, reap a destiny. Did you understand that? Your thoughts, which is your perspective, your thinking, everything, will determine your action. Your thoughts, which is your principles, your values, will determine your actions. And your actions will determine your habits. And your habits will determine your character. So before you can say you want to be, you want to show Jesus Christ. What exactly do you know about Jesus Christ? What are your thoughts about Jesus Christ? What are your principles? What are the principles in life behind? It said, love your neighbor as yourself. Do you love yourself? Do you love your neighbor? Do you love God? So how are you showing this? How are you showing the world that you love God? Your action. How? How do people know you love God? It's your continual relationship with saying, And the words you speak. Because the Bible said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So it is what is within you, what you learn about God, the principles, everything begins to bubble up within you. And what you speak out is what is in your heart. So if you love God, your words will speak love. If you love God, what you say will speak God. And once you begin to speak your actions, actions include every sense, you know, speaking, singing, dancing, what else is the actions? Whatever the actions is, but your actions should speak God. And once you continue to do that, in times of trouble, you get to go back to the word of God. See, there are so many ways to, to show the word that you love God. That's your action. And when you continue to do that, which is your, it's going to be your habit, then it sounds your character. That imagine like when other people, when the world is, maybe something's about to happen, when the world is in great disorder, then disorder, then you as a Christian, you have peace. <laughs> you have peace. It's because, it's because of what you have within you. It's because of the word of God you have within you. It's because of what you, you value that is making you act peacefully. It's because of the word, because you value God's word that is making you act peacefully. So basically, my whole point is that before you say you can be a person of character, there are so many things that need to be changed, first of all. Your perspective, your principles, your value, your, your values, and your habits. And everything gets done within your mind. That is why the Bible said, guide your heart with all diligence, because that is where the works of life springs from. Your mind. And what you don't understand is, the battlefield is in your mind. You know, God wants you, the devil wants you. Even when you're tempted, it's not about you watching porn that the devil is after. It's that when you watch porn, it takes control of your mind. How? Because within your mind, it begins to tempt you within you. So when you get to accept the temptation and you watch porn, it gets control of your mind because he has been speaking to your mind. And how else do God speak to you? Through your mind. 
God doesn't come from heaven and say, dun dun dun, for lie, I'm speaking to you. <laughs> I'm sorry, don't mind my accent. But in other words, like it's through your mind. Everything changed through your mind. Your perspective comes from your mind. Your your principles, because you can't say, you can't go meet this person and say, hey, this is my principles. No. It's through your character they will get to know your principles. But your principle gets to stay within your mind. Your values get to stay within your mind. So you need to guide your mind. You need to guide your mind. I would have loved to go deeper and talk about Daniel because Daniel, if you go read the book of Daniel, Daniel showed principles, values through his actions. He showed good perspective through his actions. They didn't just choose to, 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 to not to bow down. It was what they believed in. It was the principle that made them not bow down. And they were ready to go to any length not to bow down. The next episode, we'll be talking about Daniel and other examples in the Bible. <coughs> excuse me. That had perspective, principles, values, then good habits that talks about their character. I hope you've been blessed. I hope, I know I talked too much, <laughs> but I guess once I got ahead of it, I just wanted to let the old world know how to be a person of character. So I hope, I just don't want you guys to learn. I want you guys to act, you know, take your Bible, take your pen and begin to see God's law. And work according to it. Like, hey, this is going to be my foundation. This is going to be my principles. Marriage. Now, I want to get married. But when God... That's another story entirely. <laughs> but basically, my my point of view about marriage changed when I studied the word of God. And what, what I want in my marriage changed when I studied the word of God. But basically, everything is just changing because I take my time to study the word of God. And it is changing my mind. It's changing my perspective. And once I have new perspective, I get new principles and values. So what exactly are your principles? Because guess what? What your principles are, what your values are, what your habits are, is going to determine your character. And if you want you want your character to be like Jesus, you need to go deeper into the word of God. So once again, thank you. Thank you for your time, for your patience. Um, please do, do give us feedbacks. <laughs> I would have, and don't forget your prayer points. Please, I'm so lazy when it comes to praying. I beg you, send in your prayer points so I can get to help myself. So I love you all. See you next week. Okay, bye.